Sacred Space the Podcast has been recorded on Gubby Gubby Country. Myself and guests acknowledge and pay respect to the Elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to Sacred Space, the podcast. I am Tanika, your host, and this is a space for you to tune in and become educated, evolved, and expanded on all things generational healing, personal development, and spirituality. This is a space where I'll get beautiful, like-minded guests on to speak into their stories and their wisdom, as well as hearing mine. So take a big, deep breath into your belly, get anchored, get grounded, and let's get into this week's episode. Welcome everyone to the podcast. Welcome back if you are a weekly listener or welcome to the podcast if this is your first time. Today's episode is super cool. I have an incredible guest on, beautiful Charlotte. This is a really juicy episode. Charlotte is an absolute queen. Her background of being a professional dancer, struggling with disordered eating, and as we speak through this episode, also like you know, learning boundaries, learning more about herself has led her to become an embodied and powerful as fuck leader in the coaching space. I'm sure you're all going to get so much out of this episode, whether it be to set firmer boundaries, to get to know yourself a little bit better and recognize the relationship that you have with yourself and I guess how that can affect other relationships in your life. It's really great. You're going to learn so much from it and we would absolutely love to hear what you get out of it and how it lands for you. Anyway, that's all from me. Let's get into this episode. So welcome to the podcast, Charlotte. It's so amazing to have you. I'm so excited for this conversation today. How are you? Hiya, honey. Yes, I'm so excited. Honestly, I haven't recorded a podcast in what feels like forever, so I'm ready. I just feel like it's so in need of like a fulfilling chat, you know, is someone who just aligns with you. So I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah, totally. I'm so excited to get into this. We're going to be talking about just like all things self-worth, all things, just like our journeys. We've both been on like such different journeys, but I feel like we've gotten to such a similar space um, and like mm. being able to lead other women as well in feeling empowered in themselves. It's so, so good. Let's start mm. with a self-love ritual that you practice to show yourself love. Yes, and I love this because I feel self-love when you go on your journey yourself, it starts off in such a way that's like bubble baths and have the chocolate if you want to have the chocolate and oh, let's go for a hot girl walk. And it's like, fuck that bullshit. Like that's not self-love. That's just like most of the time putting cotton wool around your emotions. And Mm. it's also another massively avoidant behavior, can Mm. I just say. Like a lot of these things people preach about self-love is actually quite avoidant behavior to just make ourselves feel better. And it's not actually addressing the root problem. So Mm. two answers I want to give you, because I know this is just meant to be a little little quick question at the start. Um, The first one being date yourself. So this is a little bit of a cotton woolly one. Um, And it's scary at first, you know, I was kind of forced into doing it. Like when I came back to my hometown, I decided I didn't want to associate with the people that I used to associate with growing up here. So I had to do things by myself. Otherwise, I'd just be stuck in my house all day. So date yourself like coffee shops. I love taking myself out for a nice coffee. My bank account doesn't love it, but I don't care. (laughs) Like, I love it. Um, And it just allows you to create space to sit with your emotions it also allows you to be so fucking strong in holding yourself and backing yourself and like I will happily sit somewhere now and just be present and I don't feel like I have to go on my phone to mask 
the fact that I'm alone or, you know, be hidden behind my laptop screen. Most of the time I am because I go there to do business or whatever. But I can stand without my phone in my hand and just hold myself and be like, yeah, I'm by myself. Like, why the fuck wouldn't I be? I love my being by myself. Mm. You should love that. So date yourself. That's the first one. And number two, boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. I think boundaries are honestly the epitome of self-love. Um, I don't know whether you want to dive into that, but having boundaries, embodying them, practicing them and being integral to them mm. would be my second. Oh, that is so big. And I'm so glad you brought that in there. I first want to loop back to the dating yourself and sitting there at a cafe, drinking your Mm -hmm. coffee or your matcha or whatever you have, and actually just holding yourself in that and feeling good in being by yourself, not distracting yourself by social media, but just like being present. That is such a huge thing. And I guarantee that so many women who are listening right now are like, fuck, that sounds scary. Like, fuck, I can't do that. Yeah. (laughs) How how would you... I know for me, like, you know, it's it's baby steps. So yes, these things might seem like if you're at the start of your, you know, self-worth journey, these things might sound like I would never be able to do that. I know for me, like, that's what I say to my clients. I'm just like baby steps, like start with the little things. Maybe it's going on a hot girl walk alone, not dragging a friend along with you. Um, What would be some tips that you would give to women who are like wanting to be that embodied in their like self-worth to go to a cafe on their own? (laughs) Yeah, you could say it one of two ways, I guess. So you could do the whole like baby steps, like a hundred percent. And also it's okay to act avoidant to a certain extent. Meet yourself where you're at. Like mm. if you're not ready to go do the thing yet, bring it back, meet yourself where you're at. So maybe like I used to only go to cafes where I knew there wouldn't be people from school. Like mm. even if that meant driving an extra distance, getting the train somewhere to a different city, like Obviously, I wasn't getting the train like three hours away to go to Sydney, but I live in an area where it's accessible to do that. Um, go go places where you know that it's just going to be strangers because that's going to help you to not feel as this fear come up um, mm. in terms of people judging you because you're like, fuck this. Like, I don't know anyone here. Mm. I don't care. That's going to help you. So yeah, baby steps in every way. Like that could be one. Or even start dating yourself at home. Like if it's not the the fear of being seen by others, that's your fear. Maybe it's the fear of actually just spending time alone. Start to date yourself at home without, let's say like start without tech, um, techie distractions like your phone or your laptop. But you could have a distraction that's like a book. You know, mm. that's still a distraction. Like reading is great, but it's still a distraction if it's a fictional book so Mm. I would 100% agree with you baby steps yeah and Mm. it's really interesting because this is such a huge thing we're so overstimulated all the time right and I know this has been something I've had to work on and continue to work on is it's actually okay in silence like it's actually okay Mm -hmm. to be with yourself and not have to fill the gaps you don't have to fill the gaps those gaps when you have that peace and that quiet with yourself maybe it is just going for a walk with no podcast in your ears maybe it is just sitting at home just like sitting there like simply sitting there not putting music on not putting a podcast on like those little pockets are where the growth actually happens and you are able to actually find out who you are authentically because you know if we even get into like this authentic piece right like a lot of the time people think that they're being their authentic self But I also fucking guarantee that they're listening to podcasts constantly, taking on all their friends' opinions, taking on their co-workers' Uh opinions. And if you actually stripped them of their job role, of their 
favorite workout of their favorite food of all these things if you just stripped them to the core to just them like they wouldn't know how to say like who they are authentically yeah and so- yeah it's fucking scary when because yeah. people cling on to identities so much I did it um there was a really good point you made there that I wanted to to back up and I literally can't remember what you're saying which is why I interjected oh that's so bad anyway you go carry on sorry I think I just said like when we strip everything back and we're just like left raw who we are it's so hard to just like know who we are because like we have all these stories and all these things laid on top of us um Mm. but yeah anyway You got yeah, it. I know where I was gonna go. Yeah, it's here. So I think a really easy thing to do is literally just flipping the narrative. Sometimes it's like in your head, you could be sat there thinking, "Oh, I hate being alone. Like I hate being by myself. I hate being bored." If you just flip the narrative, like even if you don't believe it yet, but you just say in your head, like, "Oh my god, I love this time. Like I, I love having the opportunity to spend time with myself and then sit in silence." Like that does actually really help. And it sounds like shut the fuck up. <laughs> it really helps just flip the narrative like I think a lot of people if you're listening to this podcast from a space of um not yet being in kind of the self-development realm a lot of people haven't heard that word narrative yet I know I hadn't and I think it's a word that's actually really powerful because it it's really brings a lot of self-awareness up and you're like yeah, a narrative, like, yeah, this is just a story I'm creating. Okay, which narratives am I playing into that just don't really fucking serve me at all? And the second mm-hmm. little point I wanted to make was I once had someone say boredom is a luxury. And I think that's a really good narrative to play into is like when you're bored, be like, oh my God, like my life is so luxurious that I have this little pocket of time in my day to be bored. Mm. That's insane. Like That's fucking cool. Yeah, it is. It is. It's so cool. And in this conversation as well, I feel like like a little like undertone here that we're sort of speaking into as well is that piece around kind of just people being addicted to victimhood. And I do want to Mm -hmm. preface that, of course, it's a trauma response in some people. If you have a lot of unresolved trauma stuck in your body, you haven't worked through things. Of course, it's actually the way your brain works. I get that. And I'm not saying like, don't be a fucking victim. But I also just want to bring this up as well because humans are addicted to being the victim. Like we connect on low frequencies. We connect by our problems. We create more problems. We overcomplicate Mm. things. And it's so much easier to say like, poor me, this is happening than to actually stand in your self-worth and like, you know, looping it back, be that girl that's sitting at a cafe, holding her head high and not on her phone. It's so much easier not to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's really fucking lonely when you pull yourself out of victimhood. It is. And I think um it just allows you to be lazy, if I'm honest. Like call yourself out. It's lazy. Like it's literally lazy behavior. And it also shows that you don't have much about you in the nice, in the from a place of love. Like when I pulled myself out of victimhood, I was like, fuck, who am I? Like coming back to that identity piece. Um that you were saying is like I'd clung everything to my identity when that identity came crashing and burning which was the identity of being a professional dancer which you know that comes with a a fuck ton of external validation and when that came crumbling down I clung onto that identity by being 
playing victim to it and being like, well, the industry ruined me in this way and my eating disorder was because of the industry and blah, 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 blah. And I was still trying to live my life through an identity that was no longer even me, mm. through victimhood. And it was when I decided, okay, I'm gonna come out of victimhood. That was the hardest time of my life because I didn't know what to talk to people about. I didn't know how to connect with people. I didn't know what to fucking, my ex-boyfriend, I had no clue what to talk about when we went on dates. Mm. no clue I was like oh okay so how's my week been I don't know because mm. it used to just be oh babe I'm feeling fat like oh I've put on weight oh my dance teacher said this blah, 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 to seek the sympathy from him which I am um, defined as love in my head mm. and that's the, that's the sad thing is it comes from a place of just seeking love yeah. And when you take away all of the problems that you inject into your relationships, including with yourself, when you strip all that away, it really is. It's like you're standing there in the middle of a football field naked and everyone's staring at you. It's so vulnerable. Even if it is yeah. just with yourself that you begin this journey of like stripping it all back and mm-hmm. facing yourself and actually being like, you're fucking playing into this shit. And like, why? And yeah. it, it's not as easy as like waking up one morning and just flicking the switch. Like, I do want everyone listening to understand that as well. It's not like, you don't just get to this space of just feeling so good. It's a journey. Old things come up at every level, but equally it's like making that choice every day so that it then, because it is, it's the power of choice, right? Like we can choose. It's yeah. easy to fall back into those vibrations of like whatever it might be, playing victim, being that identity that everyone else knows you as even because like they're not growing. So you want to try and like stay yeah. on that level. But yeah, when you yeah. make that choice, it's just, it changes everything. Uh huh. I think a really good for the listeners who are kind of calling themselves out, going through that phase of being like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, I'm, I'm playing victim in like every area of my life. I know that was how I fell into it. I don't know about you, Tanika, but that was definitely me. Was I was like, "Oh fuck!" And it was a realization of like just calling myself out one day and actually realizing that that was me. I think a really good step to do is ask yourself, like, what am I scared of not being allowed to bring with me? so write a big list like whether it be like family members your current boyfriend like I couldn't bring my ex with me that relationship wasn't in alignment once I pulled myself out of victimhood it meant ending a four-year relationship like that was hard it was horrible um friendships um hobbies diet habits all the things like write down what it is that you are scared that you won't be able to bring with you and then unpack that like mm. whether it be with your coach, whether it be um just to yourself, whether it be just meditating on it and allowing the feelings to come up, like live it, be like, okay, how's it going to feel if this isn't allowed to be in my life anymore? Or mm. how can I allow this to be in my life in a different way? Mm. So like, for example, family members, there are certain family members I have now that certain conversation topics are off limits just because I, I know their mindset around it and I don't want to play into their narratives. Mm, I love that. And that's that in itself is swinging back to that boundary piece, right? Of having those yeah. firm boundaries. And sometimes, I mean, not sometimes, boundaries are scary to put in place. It doesn't matter what level you're at. They're actually terrifying because it's you're asserting that new level that you're you're at, but you're also asserting your truth. You're standing in who you yeah. are. And it's like, it's not letting that into your vortex of like what other people are believing. So boundaries are huge. Mm. And that's been a huge thing that 
I had to really learn. I had no idea how to set boundaries, which a lot of us don't because we're not shown boundaries. Even like think back to your first job, for example, right? Like you were probably like 14 years old, first weekend you wanted to take off. You were probably working at a fucking ice cream shop, go to take the weekend (laughs) off. And then you're like told that you're not allowed to because whatever they're projecting onto you. You're trying to set a boundary Mm -hmm. there of like taking off one shift you're instantly shut down by someone older than you. So, you know, like that's just one example, but even as children trying to say like, I don't want to do this and then having to do the thing, like we're conditioned not to set boundaries. Yeah. I think a really good, like, it's just funny hearing you explain that because it's so true for everyone. And it's like, how fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Life (laughs) is so much bigger and we're conditioned to have it, have ourselves believe that life is about work and earning money and pleasing people and blah 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 all the things but unpacking that a little bit like something a uh, big big thing I do with my one-to-one clients which you know I think makes it clearer on like being able to understand if it's your boundaries or if it's the voices in your head you've got from like podcasts and books like you were saying earlier Tanika is you really need to get clear on your core values. And I do this through defining three three clear words. So my core values for my life are passion, connection, and freedom. Freedom plays into like adventure and stuff like that. But obviously that that is like, you need to go deeper on that. But that's an easy way to start is like get clear on three words. And it's not even easy. It's actually really hard to get clear on those three words when you're coming from a place of being so disconnected with yourself get clear on those three words and then every time you go to set a boundary be like does this align with my values Mm. for example for me and the freedom piece that is one of my core values if I'm then getting scared to not ask for time off at work like you were saying I can say no 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 that's wrong because it's not in alignment with my values therefore I'm not going to be fulfilled I'm not going to be happy because I'm living in alignment with societal values societal standards that actually aren't my own and that I think makes it easier for people to dictate like okay am I playing into societal norms or am I playing into my own norms Mm. and reconstruct in your head how you think your life is supposed to look through literally basing every single you can do it with everything and it's quite empowering and liberating like when you spend money okay does this align with my three words Mm. maybe it doesn't I love that. And something that I say to my clients with setting boundaries, because this is such a big thing. And when you've never set a boundary with someone, it it is terrifying. But, you know, the, the thing I always tell my clients is start setting boundaries with yourself. Like, where are you playing into leaky shit that you know isn't serving you, that is just like low frequency things? Like, I know for me, ages ago, it used to be like going on my phone as soon as I woke up, or it used to be like, I don't know. I can't even think of like the things, right. But like, they were just things that I knew didn't serve me and they were small boundaries that I set in place. And that has now been able to compound into, I don't even want to go on my phone when I first wake up, like I'll do my meditation, have my little morning routine, and then I'll come back to it. And that's what I always say to my clients is start setting those boundaries, even with yourself. Like what are things that you shame yourself for every time you do it? You know, it doesn't serve you. You know, it doesn't feel good. It's habitual. Where can you like pull them, those things up and just ask yourself those those questions that you just said, like, does this align with like my three values? No, it doesn't. Start shifting it. Yeah. Mm. And it's really scary, like, like you said, but it's like when you do it to those people, I think a really important thing that I kind of 
say to myself every day which is quite comforting is you can't say the wrong thing to the right person Mm. like the right person will always always stay and I've a lot of challenges are coming up for me at the moment because I've just got into a new relationship and it's amazing but it's also fucking scary like Mm. I can even feel emotion coming up right now like it it's terrifying to be quite honest like being this whole new person and being having the title of a girlfriend like that's terrifying for me because I've never done this before now like how how do I be a girlfriend in this new person that I am um and it was like one day I was like I, I know that I really need alone time like I just really do and we were walking home and I was like oh my god I'm gonna have to ask for it and it would have been so much easier to just go home and just chill together and not say anything and please him out of a space of being like okay well I please them now so I've got connection and this is where the value thing can get a little bit distorted because it's like one of my core values is connection but I still got to set this boundary and that's why you need to like go a bit deeper with it and connection to self is very important obviously but it's like I I said to him I was like "Mm," and it was really quiet it wasn't very assertive or strong I was like um like I just feel like I just need a little bit of um alone time tonight like is that okay (laughs) okay it's like yeah of course it is and there was no like reaction there was no like it was calm it was like yeah of course it is like and that's a really strong word as well I think a really strong phrase to use is of course Mm. like of course I do yeah so what and you that with yourself it's like I should have been like of course I deserve alone time Mm. of course my relationship's going to be fine if I ask for that of course there's not going to be an argument if I ask for that and do it with with little habits like you were saying to Nika I think you know that flipping the narrative piece um for example your phone like of course I didn't go on my phone in the morning Mm. it's not a big deal like of course of course I go to the gym five times a week of course I eat vegetables every day whatever Mm. whatever it is like they're very stereotypical ones take them or leave them but you get what I'm saying yeah and I love your little like example that you had there that's just uh, again right you can do this work you can be so self-aware in this but it's still things still come up like you're you're learning to be a new version of yourself you're learning each and every day to be more and more expanded in who you are and you don't get to this stage where it's just like oh my gosh, it's done. Like I'm fucking healed. Yeah. Like it's, it's over. It's not like that at all. It's just deeper and deeper stuff. Um, But I think you get to a space of acceptance. And I think that's what's really powerful in, in that journey to connecting to self and to feeling worthy is you get to that space of just being like, okay, like this might still come up for me. This might still come up for me. I've got to work on this. But equally, like mm-hmm. this is just who I fucking am and I accept it. Yeah, there is. Oh my God. One of my friends said this and it just came up for me then when you were chatting. And it's like, for me now, I see self-development as a hobby. It's one of my favorite fucking hobbies. I find it so fun. And I'm sure you're the same. Like Mm -hmm. once you get into it, you're like, oh my God, this this is so fun. Like, let me learn more about myself. And sometimes it's not fun, but like, that's all a part of it. But one of my friends once said to me, and I don't know if she like got this from a book or if she just made it up herself. Um, she was like learning about yourself should be your favorite hobby mm. and I was like yeah it should and we're not taught that especially not like I think Aussie culture is is that's where you grew up right yeah yeah I think Aussie culture is pretty similar to I'm from the UK to British culture in the sense that um it's like don't be seen as arrogant like be mm. quiet like dim yourself down dim your light like don't shout like tall poppy syndrome whatever yeah that's very big yeah 
yeah yeah like they crossed over in our cultures and we're taught to constantly like not value ourselves and it's like no (laughs) it's like shut up like we should be more like the Americans and probably even they don't do it to the fullest extent that they should but it's like why can't we be arrogant why can't we be obnoxious in the right healthy way of like learning about yourself should come first you should come first and I feel like the only place in life and I've tried to think about this and if you've got one like tell me that comes to comes to mind the only place in life I can think where we're told to put ourselves first is the the like airplane thing put your oxygen mask on first literally (laughs) oh my gosh so right yeah yeah like I I can't think of any other aspect in life where it's like you should put yourself first neither neither we're we're getting conditioned to actually put others first and like people please and not live Uh in alignment with who we are um Uh yeah it's it's ridiculous like the conditioning here and I wanted to just add something it just came up when you were speaking how we're taught not to be you know arrogant or we're 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 like all these emotions and all these things are demonized when actually Mm -hmm. it's actually all should be welcome because how are you supposed to know what good is without feeling the bad or expressing that right but what one of my friends like a couple of months ago she's really into connecting people to like self-love and she really works with like just the frequency of love and she one day looked up the um definition of self-love and it literally was coming up with um what are those people called narcissist it was like the definition of self-love is a narcissist and it's like we are actually like conditioned to the point of like you look up the definition of someone who loves themselves and you're you're told that you're a narcissist and it's like Oh my God. <laughs> mm, this is why I love your question at the start is because it's like we need to reconstruct this narrative yeah. of like what self-love is like it is such a toxic word if I'm quite honest like it's a, it's become quite a toxic phrase even now you see it like self-love like letting people swing the other way with their food and I'm sorry if this triggers you but like we're taught like you see these models on Instagram that are unhealthily obese and it's self-love and it's like that is not self-love like they're gonna die sooner like like, I'm sorry but like health-wise like biologically that is not self-love and I think there's a point of like yeah if you've got to that stage like there's a lot of trauma there's a lot of shit there and I 100% get that um and it's like love yourself where you're at meet yourself where you're at whilst having the goal of moving forward but it's just blows my mind how self-love has yeah become such a toxic a toxic word in society and how it makes you stray so far from your authentic self like I have even like you said with the thing of like it's addictive and we just go deeper I thought I'd found my authentic self and now I'm like I'm going deeper and deeper and things are coming up that I'd forgotten about like I just just had a little kind of rebrand of being like harsh and potent and direct and they're like my three little like things that I have in my Instagram bio and everything's always said from a place of love because I'm a very loving person but I was thinking back to my younger self and I was like oh my goodness I remember always being told like if my parents had heard me speak to my friends and I had like really close friendship group when I was little like lots of friends really close friends never struggled with that um 
they were like my sisters like we had such a special bond and I was fucking harsh with them and fucking like direct and they were with me as well and we were very like no bullshit girls like just call each other out like very direct we weren't ever like these pretty little like oh like scared to say something like no we were always like so outspoken Mm -hmm. and then I always used to watch um watch people's content like Jessie Williams if you're in the self-development space like Jessie Williams um Felicity Morgan like they're probably the main two Mm -hmm. they're big fucking players in this in this space so you probably have heard of them but their content is very like forthright Mm -hmm. and it used to trigger me and as soon as I like rediscovered this part of myself about being harsh and direct and then the next time I saw one of their Instagram posts came up that was pretty harsh and I was like oh my fucking god this is why it used to trigger me (laughs) I just want to butt in there and say like I have like just recently re-followed Jessie I had her Mm -hmm. like I followed her for years and then yeah I was getting triggered and I just couldn't at, at that stage it was such a big shadow for me I was just like I can't fucking look at your content right now like <laughs> you're so out of like alignment like completely projecting knew I was at the time but couldn't see what the shadow was and then yeah like I've just recently mm-hmm. remembered oh my god I love following them and yeah they are they're like they're just so embodied in like being direct and being just outspoken and they're so okay with people not agreeing and I think that's like so cool because we're again conditioned to like fit in like we want to like fit into the crowd and I really resonate with you in being like the direct friend like I growing up I've just always been like people have always been like oh my god you're so intense you're so direct and I've always been like my heart's like so big I didn't know I was coming across that way and I kind of like pushed that part of me down for like quite a long time because I was like I don't want to come across like I'm super direct I don't want to come across in that way but rediscovering that in myself and seeing that like what's fucking wrong with being honest like someone tell me (laughs) (laughs) please (laughs) I'm struggling (laughs) but in that right like being that like direct person and actually just speaking your truth yeah some people don't agree but like swinging back to what you said before what like it's the same as setting a boundary if you're setting a boundary with the like wrong person they're not going to stay around like yeah it's that yeah. simple and you don't you know you might grieve about it for a little bit if someone doesn't agree with what you're saying but in the at the end of the day they're not around for your expansion they're probably just hanging around because they can get something out of you when you don't have a boundary there mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and it's like just just actually look at that and investigate that like I don't want to brush over that that, that's such a good point like what are they getting out of that Mm. because for example using the harsh and direct piece like when your parents are telling you to not do that they're getting a fucking easy life out (laughs) you're not challenging them I was the kid that's like but why like why (laughs) all the time like that and that's from a place of love you know like Mm. that's a very very easy example to give that's not that deep um but look at where they're benefiting from it. And I think something that helped me connect, which it didn't help me connect that deep because this exercise didn't allow me to pull on like the harsh part and the direct part um, of, of what we're saying here. But I used to like look at pictures of myself from when I was a kid and be like, okay, what do I not do anymore? And there's this one picture where I'm like dancing, like, bright pink sparkly top and there's like a dog in the picture uh I'm like singing into my hairbrush and it was like if I was like okay what can I get from this like expressive like colors like I didn't have I mean I'm saying this with a white fucking jumper on but I didn't have any color in my wardrobe 
um and like I don't know like just look at pictures of yourself as a kid and be like what parts of myself did I stop loving because I was told they were wrong Mm. and this is the thing with our like directness is like I love being friends with direct people now I'm like yeah have an opinion tell me I'm wrong and like like my boyfriend like I'm like tell me I'm wrong (laughs) I want you to like challenge me all the people close to me in my life I want them to do that so why wouldn't I do it Mm. yeah it's just like and words in society were made to believe they're wrong and it's if you rephrase them I now think that being direct and calling people out is one of my superpowers and like I have noticed since acknowledging that that's a very big part of me like my conversations with my clients have gone through the roof because Mm. I will happily say things to them like you're being fucking judgy or you're being fucking lazy Mm. or like whereas before I'd think it in my head I won't say it Mm. (laughs) it's like what's the point like they're literally paying me to say this stuff so I think just reconstructing in your head how these words that you've been made to believe are negative could actually be your superpowers and that's why people don't like them as well is yes one because it they benefit from you not having those superpowers but two it probably fucking scares them because you're probably like I think for me like when I used to be so um direct and so opinionated and okay with what I was saying as a kid I think it scared like certain family members because they couldn't do any of that Mm. and they still can't to this day so I think they're like okay one what's she gonna say about me like I don't want to be called out they're like I don't want to be called out on my truths and it's like that should work two ways like call me out as well but they wouldn't want to do it so they didn't want to hear it back type thing yeah it's like you know you're well as children we're like those mirrors so of course Mm -hmm. the parts that like our caregivers don't accept in themselves they're gonna shut down in us and I loved that point of view going back on like old photos and actually like studying yourself as a child and being like what the fuck did she like like what was she doing how was she like showing herself and you can still feel the energy in photos right like you can tune into that Mm -hmm. and be like oh she was feeling like really good like five-year-old me slays like tune into that and bring (laughs) that into your life I love that so much and something that I just wanted to touch on is when we're just speaking about emotions for example and people are like you know like that good girl archetype is like such a thing of just like always like be happy and like don't be angry and like don't be sad and like whatever like when you actually get up the chart of like emotional emotions on a frequency scale and I I bring this into my work with my clients it's like they're actually all emotions like they actually have one thing in common they're all emotions which means that they are equal. There's nothing wrong with any of them. It's your relationship to them. It's the story that you have placed on each emotion, right? So if being that like version of you that is a little bit more like direct and like what energy is, what emotion are you presenting behind that directness? Like look at your relationship with the actual emotion because you were probably told as a child, like being um, like, I can't even think of an emotion, but like maybe being just like, expressing that you were upset for example maybe that was just like always shut down always shut down so then you just think like being sad is just like there's something so completely fucking wrong with you but it's actually your relationship to that because if we don't feel those emotions we're never going to feel like super fulfilled in our life Mm. yeah 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 I love that and it that is so true and I can't really touch on like the frequency stuff because I'm so interested in that but it's not my area of genius so I won't contribute in that sense but I think something where I can contribute is like it is so true and it comes back to that narrative piece of like um 
I think there was a time in my life where I was quote unquote direct because I was angry. So Mm. that was why I was doing it. Like the anger was coming out as I'm just going to fucking tell them and I don't fucking care who like burns down on the way. And it was a very, very toxic version of myself from the ages of like, I don't know, maybe 14 to 17, where I was just this like ballsy bitch who didn't give a fuck who she had or what she said. And that was like, okay, that wasn't a good form of being direct. Mm. Like, what I'm intrigued, like, I wanted, I know it's your podcast, but like, I know I'm the guest. What would you say to that? Like, do I still get to be like, okay, directness is my authenticity? Or do I get to be like, do I have, what comes up for you when I say no, that? No, when so you, yeah, when you were speaking into that, like I actually instantly relate to that because it's like, mm-hmm it's when it's a shadow and when you aren't completely accepting in yourself that you're direct, of course, it's going to come out in these ways that aren't actually aligned with your authenticity. And Mm -hmm. I have actually been through that myself as well, that directness piece, like swinging the pendulum the other way and like channeling it in a way where it's like more harmful than good because I I feel like it actually comes back to that space of not being seen or accepted and actually being judged in the directness Mm -hmm. so you swing it the other way so that people okay I guess have fear to even say she's direct because you're being so fucking direct with such heavy emotion behind it that they're never gonna like judge you to your face about it so it's so much easier and I know I've been on that journey myself with that okay yeah I love that answer Thank you. <laughs> and like you know for anyone listening as well like recognize that in yourself as well what are some things that you know it might be anger that you you know that you outburst in in certain situations and you're just like oh my gosh like why do I do that like it just doesn't even like I'm doing this because you know that there's like an ulterior motive behind it but you don't quite know go back to the start of this episode listen to you know this how to set boundaries the self-love all the things like how to actually sit with yourself and you'll be good because I feel like it is. It's just that awareness and it's the choice that you make. It's the um, dedication to your journey as well because, like I said, like we've both said, it doesn't just happen. Like you don't just wake up like someone who's like completely like emotionally intelligent and understands like all these things. Um, it's just – it's a journey. <laughs> yeah. I think there's two pieces to this sitting with yourself thing and I, what just came up for me then was something really good for the audience to ask themselves if they're scared of like – um alone time sitting with themselves is one are you scared of sitting with yourself because you don't know yourself or because you don't like yourself and like decide like okay which which is the problem because then moving forward from that is going to be two very different um solutions and way to work through it and that's a really big thing like it's like trying to drive somewhere in the dark without your headlights on without your sat nav on like if you're just trying to enjoy time alone but you don't actually know the root cause of like do I not know myself or do I not like myself you you're just aiming for a target that you can't even see yeah oh my gosh that is such a good point like that is so big and I love that you brought that in because it, it can be those two things, right? And it can get confusing if you don't have that clarity in th- that question that you just asked. So everyone listening, like fucking put that in your notes, like come back to that because <laughs> that's huge. And I, and so many people do use that excuse of just like, I can't sit like with myself. I'm like, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. But it's like, you're just telling yourself that every time you say the word, but it's a story, it's an excuse. Yeah. 
like yeah. every single fucking time. Like I, I actually ask you like sit down right now and like write like every butt that you use and it's going to be an excuse. It's going to be your ego like dropping in. 100%. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think there's that also like what's strength in that is having the courage and I think again like bringing bringing relationships into it because they are the biggest challenge is something that I keep um pulling myself up on in my new relationship is is the little white lies like how often do you tell those tiny little white lies that like I don't know if you don't um I'm trying to think of an example and I really cannot think of an example right now but it's, let's say, for example, I, okay, going back to spending time alone, the other night, I just wanted to chill. Like, I was so exhausted. I've just come home from Greece. Um, I had, like, three days of traveling and seeing family members that I've not seen. It was a lot of social, a lot of energy output. I was shattered. And I just, honestly, all I wanted to do was a fucking chill on the sofa and watch a, a movie that was it. I didn't want to reply to people I didn't want to be conscious in my time I just wanted to fucking watch a film and um my boyfriend was like why aren't you texting me back or like um it was very much a case of that I had to pause the movie for some reason we we're trying to watch it together blah 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 and that was me not setting a strong boundary and he was like what's up and I was like, nothing. He was mm. like, no, 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 what's wrong? And I was just saying nothing. So I was like, I'm so fucking tired. This isn't a big deal. Like, I cannot be asked. <laughs> but like, you know, when you're just being blunt and aggy because like, it's my own fault. Like, I didn't set that boundary of, I don't want to reply to you. Like, I, I'll call you at the end of the day. I just need time to not think. Mm. I should have set that boundary. And it was this little white lie of like, no, nothing's wrong. Like, no, I'm just tired. No, I'm just this. I should have just been like, babe like I don't want to text you right now like I just want alone time yeah. and it's like those little white lies that was not the best example of where I've done this but it's all I can think of right now those tiny little white lies like where are you telling them for example if if me and Tanika say say I wake up and I was really tired and I just did not feel like a podcast interview this morning instead of saying to Tanika like oh I've got technical faults blah 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 just being like babe like honestly I don't think this is 100% aligned for me to do this morning I'm not going to be able to show up as my best self Mm. that isn't the society this is a better example I can roll with this now (laughs) society um would see that as like you know we we feel like we can't say that because society tells us like that's lazy like you need to show up for work you need to um be on time you need to not let other people down Mm. and it's all these things so then we tell the white lies and that play into what I can about frequency like that plays into the low frequencies of guilt and shame and whereas if I just tell my 100% authentic truth um I'm sure you'd be like okay yeah I totally get that like it might be a little bit annoying for you but but I'm sure you'd be like okay yeah because people actually react well when you just are 100% honest with them and it's fucking scary but I think to start calling yourself out on white lies in your relationship is a really really fucking big one and it's one that actually creates such a deeper connection when you just tell the truth even with the tiny things Mm. it's it's really empowering and it also is empowering for yourself in your relationships because you take away that like feeling of not having freedom mm. and if there's any listening like uh freedom's one of my core values I'm an Aquarius it's a big deal in my life but yeah. if if there's any men listening um 
obviously for men like they're very they need their freedom it's one of every man's core values and I think a really key player in keeping this freedom with your potential partners um and with your friends is just being honest like just asking for what you fucking need and you'll that freedom more and you won't feel as trapped in your relationships Mm. oh that one as well like that feeling of trapped right like so many people get into these spaces where they feel like how did I get to this space and it usually is from an accumulated amount of white lies and yeah white Mm -hmm. lies are the little things when someone like think about how like surface level just life is right like how are you I'm good how was your day it was good like you're that's a white line itself if you want to you know get deep about it um, so I love that you brought that in as well because that that ripples into friendships. It's not just like your intimate, you yeah. know, your partner. That's like friendships as well. I know I've had so many friendships where I've made friends with, you know, a new person and I've always been the, the friend, like I've always just had that standard of like, don't fucking lie to me. Like if you're tired and you don't want to catch up or you, you're tired and you don't want to catch up, let's reschedule. Like I don't want to hear the excuses. I don't want to hear the buts. Like I've just always been like that. And it's really interesting if I do like, bring in a new friend to my proximity and how they're just like, oh my God, you're actually okay if we reschedule. Like it's actually okay. And I'm like, babe, like I would fucking hate for you to be here and not want to be here. Like you're kidding me. (laughs) Um, And that, yeah, it's a big self-worth and self-love piece, isn't it? Like you're not triggered by that because you're so fucking grounded in who you are and your connection to self. And old me, if a friend said that to me, I'd be like, fuck, like they didn't like me. Like, oh my God, I'm boring. They didn't like hanging out with me, playing into all the things. Whereas now if someone said that to me, I'd be like, oh, I fucking love my friendships. Like we got to spend conscious connected I actually really don't like the word conscious but whatever word you want to use like we get to spend properly connected deep time with each other because we're honest and like don't just don't make it about you like if someone's coming out at you with honesty like it's about them like they care care about you and I think that's another time when you can form and when I say relationships I mean all, all the things family friends whatever that's when you can form deeper relationships and connections is when you don't make the projection about you or make the on the truth about you it's just a fucking truth yeah yeah I love that point so much um this has been such a fucking incredible conversation like all things like conditioning we weren't sure where this was going to go we were just like let's jump on and chat and this has been so good I'm like I love this so much. Like we just definitely have to do this again. Um, I would love, do you have anything else that you would like to add before we wrap up this episode? Any tips or anything that you would like you haven't mentioned yet for the audience? Um, I think just go back to that question, like really get to know yourself and be like, okay, what's the problem here? Do I not like myself or do I not know myself? Get, get really clear on that. Yeah, I love that so much. Oh, I have one more as well. Sorry. Yeah, this is this is me. I will just keep going. Um, I think the biggest piece, because when I felt super lost and I feel like we've leaned into that quite a bit in this journey, is like the the phase where you feel a little bit lost and lonely. Um, when I was in that stage, just getting really clear on those like values. And it's gonna take it's gonna take fucking ages. Like for me, I would say it took like 
two, three years to get really clear on. And even now it goes deeper and deeper, like we said. But once you get clear on those authentic core values and not ones that you're just taking from other people, that's when you can create a fulfilling life because you can just start to question every single aspect of your life. Is it in alignment with my values? And that's what will create fulfillment and happiness. Mm, I love that so much. So, so much. Um, everyone's going to like finish listening to this episode with so much wisdom to move forward and feeling so worthy, which is so slay because at the end of the year, don't fucking use it as an excuse. I said that in last week's episode, like we have three more months to like get into like gear. Don't use it as an excuse. So allow this to be your motivation. Um, can you please let everyone know where they can find you, how they can work with you? Yes, of course. So Instagram, just head over to my Instagram. It's at Charlotte Elizabeth G. And currently I have a masterclass, which I don't know when this podcast will be out. The live masterclass will be on the 15th of October, which is a Sunday at 4 p.m. British time. But I will also be selling this as a recording. So it'll be on my link tree somewhere. That's called It's Not Your Body. And it's all about how people with body image issues you know that's kind of my background like eating disorders stuff like that you don't have to have that but like if you've got a self-worth issue this will also be a very very value valuable um class for you to come to it's going to be talking into all things self-worth and how we disguise and mask our self-worth issues through things like um body image and external things and then that is going to funnel into a big um course which will be launching soon so go and follow me and you'll see all of the launch for that um but you can also work with me one-to-one inquiry link is again on my link tree in my instagram bio or if you just want to send me a dm have a chat see if i'm the right fit for you and feel free amazing so this podcast will be up before your masterclass. so if you're listening to this i can jump in there I'm sure it will be incredible. You have so much, like your Instagram, yeah, we didn't even get into like, this was surface level, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this was surface level in itself. Um, but yeah, thank you everyone for listening. I'm so, so grateful for each and every one of you. I'll be back in your ears next Thursday at 5.55 beautiful. AM. Thank Bye. you so much for being a part of my podcast community. I have so much gratitude for you and I would love to hear what you think about this podcast. Leave me a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or share this episode with a close friend that needs to hear it. If you leave me a review and send me the screenshot on Instagram at sacredspacewtanikalace, I will forward you access to a free guided womb healing breathwork journey and a 15% off code to purchase any masterclasses or courses available on my website. All you have to do is leave me a review, send me the screenshot on Instagram at sacredspacewtanikalace and I'll forward you access to the free guided womb journey and a 15% off code. I love you so much and I'll see you next week.